As for as for today, as for today, I guess you know we'll say FSU sixty-five to nine, sixty-five to nine. I think that's fair. I think uh, I think Southern Miss is good for a few field goals. Um, yeah, sixty-five nine, and then um, yeah, sixty-five nine. Like five foot nine by Tyler Hubbard, only sixty five nine. All right, and then let's see what else we got. Uh, well, I guess KU beat U of I last night. That was interesting. I didn't get to see any of it, but I heard about it. Yeah, that's uh, you know good for Kansas. They don't really do too well in football these days, and uh, I didn't really think they would even beat U of I, but. Uh, you know, in the Big 12, they might get, uh, what, five, six wins? So, that's cool. Um, and, I mean, who knows? You have Mikey with seven, eight wins in the Big 10 this year. I don't know. Like, you know, how competitive is the Big 10? Um, tough to say. And I think they still really want Notre Dame. And I had this conversation last night. Like, Notre Dame definitely already plays an ACC schedule. And to me, it's just a matter of time before they really are not independent anymore. And... And that's going to help out FSU stay, by the way. Like, as long as Notre Dame is in, FSU is in, Miami will, will stay as well. And then you have a competitive, uh, very still competitive ACC. And Stanford could be good any year. And Cal, too. Cal's had some great years. So I'm not really worried about the ACC, and, but especially if Notre Dame's in it. Um, and today there's a decent ACC game. By the way, Wake Forest is playing an SEC, I think I saw, right? I saw Wake Forest and... Uh, who was that? They had a good year last year. Obviously, Notre Dame got their quarterback. Um, he's played really, really well. I would uh, take the Irish uh, to cover today for sure. Um, but, you know, Wake is surprisingly good at home. Oh, it's already started. Delayed, maybe. Something, I don't know. Yeah, Vandy. Yeah, I mean, so. I didn't even see the spread on this one. Vandy by six, it says. Potentially. I think Notre Dame will definitely cover an NC State. That's a tricky place to play at night. Not so much an 11 a.m. kickoff. I don't know. Unless the Irish come out super flat. Could be close in the first half. I don't really see. I think the Irish will win by a couple touchdowns, really. Uh, plus, they've got a game. I think that's huge in the early season. You've you got that extra game. Uh, you saw that with Florida State last year. Um, who did we kick off against? I wasn't there. I had my internship in Los Angeles. Uh, who did we kick off against? Um, Stetson, maybe? I think it was Stetson, something like that. Um, we always, I feel like we always seem to play them in baseball, these non-conference little games. But uh, nonetheless, I think uh, Notre Dame should win by at least 10. So spread, yeah. Uh, Purdue, Vatek. Uh, Vatek was really good in the home opener. That place was rocking. Um, Purdue, I have no idea. I have not seen Purdue at all. So that's uh, another early kickoff on Espen 2. I'm going to say uh, Vatek's favorite by one. Well, all right. Uh, sure. Holy Cross, BC. BC... Uh, Florida State has them uh, next next week already. I think it's next week. 
So I'd be interested to see how that one goes. I'm not going to be able to watch much of it, but what's it on? ACC Plus? I don't even know if I have that channel. Uh, Holy Cross, you know, small little private school in that general vicinity. BC knows it's just like they're coming in to give them a win, so uh, I totally expect BC to cover. They're favored by 11. Yeah, they'll probably cover 13 or 14. Uh, James Madison, Virginia. Um, not a great first game for Virginia at uh, wherever the Tennessee Titans play. I don't know the name of that stadium these days, but uh, not a good showing against UT. The Vols are really, really good. They're only ranked 12th, though. That's surprising about Tennessee to me. They're only ranked 12th. But, um, so, like, how good is Virginia, then, if people don't, you know, people don't even realize how good Tennessee could be? And Tennessee beat the crap out of them last week. So, James Madison, they might be able to stay in this game. I don't know. Uh, the favorite, actually, by six and a half. So, that's how bad UVA is this year. Don't tell Tiki Barber. Um, SC State, Georgia Tech. A lot of people think Georgia Tech's going to get this one by a long shot. They're favored by 43. I don't know anything about South Carolina State. I didn't see Georgia Tech's first game. So, sure, give them 43. Uh, Clemson. Wow, what can you say? Bad loss to Duke. Bad loss to Duke. Still in the top 25, right at 25. They're favored by 50 against Charleston Southern. I expect them to probably... I don't know if they're going to cover that the way they played against Duke. I think they could win by 35 and 40. I don't know about 50. I don't know about 50. You might take Charleston Southern. Uh, unless Clemson just has a makeup game and just wants to just come out and score and score and score, which they could do. And Dadlo can certainly get them ready to do that, I feel like. So who knows? Maybe they will cover that 50-point spread, but you would never know by how they played at Duke. Now, a big game, very underrated game, A&M favorite on the road. Um, close game last year until the third, midway through the third quarter, I want to say. Really is when uh, the Aggies took over. Kyle Field is a very tough place to play. I thought Miami looked like shit that entire game. I was waiting for them to kind of come back and get in the game, and they just never did. They just never did. That was a really tough game for the Canes on the road last year. Now, they're 1-0, both of them. Both of them 1-0. I do like Miami here. I think, you know, I it's different to me than than LSU and FSU. I'm a little biased there, but it's much more difficult for LSU to come to Orlando and get a win than it is for A&M to go to Miami and get a win. Like, that, to me, that's, that's really not that hard. It's just the fact that Miami's not that bad. Uh, remember last week they beat Tyler Gabbard. Tyler Gabbard's playing Gabbard's little brother, uh, Miami of Ohio. And I was kind of surprised that Miami put up the points they did. Miami of Ohio is not a bad team, really, in the MAC. Get some action. But, yeah, I don't know how good the Canes are, but I just I think they want to return the favor from that tough loss last week. They just couldn't find the footing uh, in, in Kyle Field at night. And not a lot of teams can, um, but, you know, I think that could be a good game for Miami to really show themselves, and I like it, too, because that's going to make the FSU-Miami game bigger if the Canes can manage to stay in this game and get the win. Western Michigan and Syracuse, what can you say? I, I don't know. Syracuse, we've got them at home at Doak next month. I should be there. 
Uh, they're favored by 24, so I fully expect them to beat Western Michigan today in whatever dome the Carrier Dome is now called. <laughs> um, App State, North Carolina. Who's favored? I can't even see this. By, by 20, North Carolina. Well, yeah, that's interesting. Uh, App State coming in. They both want to know. North Carolina's uh, 17th in the AP, it looks like. Um, but, you know, I don't know uh, if that's going to be a great game for them to, to really pull away and get a lot of points. They're favored by 20. I don't know if they will win by 20 for this one, but they could. I would definitely take them on the money line. That's probably easy, but, you know, I'm not a betting man, so. I, I think North Carolina should win this game pretty easily. But Lafayette and Duke, uh, great win last week for Duke, beating Clemson. Love to see it. Duke coming into Doak uh, next month as well. So, yeah, Duke favored by 41 after. And that might be a, a game where Lafayette, I don't know, nobody knows anything about this team, but it might be a game where you're like, is the foot off the gas pedal a little bit after beating after beating Clemson? It's kind of like when the Irish beat Clemson last year. Who did they play next? And they might have lost. I don't remember. Don't quote me on it. I don't remember. But I think Notre Dame was kind of in that trap game afterwards, coming off of that high beating Clemson, who isn't the Clemson of old, but it's still Clemson. It's still it's got that notoriety, and it makes your players really happy when you get that win. And unfortunately, sometimes you get a kind of a layover effect. I'm sorry, a uh, jet lag, we'll say. Just like you're kind of riding that win a little into the next game. And also, that was a, what, a Monday game? That was Labor Day? So, you know, they haven't had a lot of time prepared. Nobody knows anything about Lafayette. I'm sure they watched a little bit of film. I'm sure they watched a little bit of film. I don't know, though. I mean, to win by 41 is a lot. I'm sure Duke would get the W, I would think, but I don't, I don't know about 41. Um, like I said, maybe the foot's off the gas pedal a little bit. But Cincinnati and Duke both want to know. A lot of people were like, this game might be bigger than people are making it out to be. They're both on ranks. Uh, but both these teams have been ranked highly, especially Cincinnati, uh, just in the last couple of years. So, you know, beginning in the playoffs and Pitt coming close. Had a really great quarterback to drafted highly in the NFL draft. So, uh, this one's on CW. Interesting. Um, Paid at home, favored by a touchdown. You know, I don't know. This might be upset city. A lot of Cincinnati fans probably making their way to pay for this one. This one, if I had to guess uh, an upset today in the ACC, um, it might be that. But you could also say Miami could upset A&M, even though it's at the Orange Bowl. It's at, it's at Miami. It's just like A&M did win last year. And that trend, the trend of the home and home, even though it was both neutral sites technically for FSU and LSU, um, you know, FSU got the sweep. So are we thinking that A&M's going to get the sweep because FSU got the sweep? And I, we don't know if Miami's really improved. Like, much like LSU, we didn't really know if LSU was really improved. They made, made it to the SEC championship. And anytime you make it to the SEC championship, the next year it's like, that's, you know, it's, it's a high benchmark, in other words. And LSU can still have a great year. Brian Kelly will get them together. They're like grambling today, I think, down in Baton Rouge. So, going Baton Rouge, um, you know, I think Brian Kelly will get it together. I know a lot of people are still making fun of him for that, for that loss last week. But, 
Uh, anyway, so everyone knows the other game. Southern Miss coming in the dope. I wish I could be there. Only favored by 31. I, I definitely think more than that. I already made that prediction. Okay. Um, yeah, these SEC predictions, this is going to be easy. Um, let's see. Ball State, Georgia. We have uh, 42-point favorites are the dogs for this one. I, I like them by at least 35. Um, but you never know about those Ball State Falcons or whatever they are. All right, Eastern Kentucky and Kentucky. Uh, let's see. Favorite by 35. Well, I like Kentucky here. Uh, who would have thought? You know, um, in Lexington, about to go to 2-0. Nice cupcake win. Now, people are talking about this a lot. Ole Miss and Tulane down in New Orleans. This is a 2.30 kickoff. I do like Ole Miss in this one. But only because Lane Kiffin tends to put together a pretty good game plan against non-conference teams. Uh, Tulane from uh, Sun Belt? I don't, I don't even know. Maybe the Sun Belt. Um, they are favored by eight, and I think Lane could could win by eight. I think at least by six. I don't know if I take them by eight actually. Tulane's uh, 24th. Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres' Tulane waves are ranked 24th. Um, but the Rebels are ranked 24th. There's a lot of Rebels going down to uh, New Orleans for this. I've been listening to Feinbaum uh, all week, and everybody's like, Oh, I'm going down to Baton Rouge, Paul. What do you think about this? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty big game for them. But I, you know. This is not one that I would have circled on my calendar if I was an Ole Miss guy. Um, although it's a cool site, right? Everyone wants to go to New Orleans and excuse they can get. But, you know, it might be a closer game than people think. They're favored by eight, like I said. I think they win by a touchdown, so that's close to eight, right? Um, I already reviewed it in Miami. Uh, the U. Um, Kent State, Arkansas. Arkansas, man, I watched that game from. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive first win. They had a good running game. Uh, the quarterback, KJ Jefferson, he was looking downfield, making some good reads. Now, they didn't really play anybody. But, you know, this is another building experience. Kent State, yeah, 0-1. I mean, Arkansas will likely cover this one. 38-point spread. I definitely anticipate covering that. Austin P in Tennessee. Well... They're ranked 9. I thought they were ranked 12. Okay, so the AP's got them down to 9. They're favored by 50 or 40, 46. Yeah, who cares? I mean, this is a cupcake. Uh, home opener, basically, in Knoxville because they were wherever they, again, they were in Nashville the first week at that uh, neutral site, uh, I guess Virginia, but it wasn't so neutral. And, uh, yeah, I like the balls by, by, yeah, probably 46. Now, everybody's talking about this for good reason. Everybody, I mean, Paul was just down there, Paul Feinbaum, and everybody, the game day crowd, everybody is just, it's a, it's a night game, 6 o'clock on ESPN. This is all the talk. And this was obviously, this is another trend where I think it's going to be a repeat, uh, like FSU sweeping. I think Alabama's going to sweep. Obviously, they're favored by a touchdown. I anticipate that as much as, I've got a lot of respect for UT, uh, Texas. 
Um, I think they've got a lot of good young talent, a lot of good recruits coming in. Uh, but I just don't see them beating the tie here. There, there's like, literally no way. It, it's really tough to play at Brian Denny at night. Um, I watch people know I watch the game film right away after leaving Orlando. It was the first game I watched. And they didn't play anybody. They played Middle Tennessee State the first game uh, last week. But I still watched it because I want to see how Milrow's going to – how he's going to do. How, is he going to be more like a, a Tua or is he going to be like a Bryce Young? To me, he looks a lot more like Bryce Young. Uh, which is a good thing. I mean, two or two look good at times in college, but um, I, I really thought he was well-developed by the time he got to the Dolphins. Um, and the Dolphins, just the system, has worked out for him. Whereas, like, Bryce Young, I don't know how good of a pro he's going to be. Um, but much like Greg McElroy, great college quarterback, kind of like that. And I feel like Melro today is going to show Tide Nation what he's all about. He stepped into two long post patterns. One was kind of skinny. He read the free safety. Very easy pass. Again, Middle Tennessee State. But if he can do that today against Texas, look out. This might this might be tied by a couple of touchdowns. I mean, and then the next one, it was another post pattern. Similar play, but he was reading the strong safety. He was kind of playing uh, more into coverage. And this was only about a 30, 35-yard post, but he hit him in stride, and uh, what can you say about it? He also has legs, so I think that's Nick Saban with the quarterback. He's a dual-threat quarterback. Yeah, they're going to have a good year. I, I anticipate them winning the West, unless Brian Kelly really just comes back hard, but much like last year. I mean, he could. LSU could, could still very well be in it, as good old Miss, uh, but I just think what I saw from Milrow last week um, it's like the only team that I think, you know, I'm not going to say could beat Florida State, but I think that would be a close game. And I think that right now people are kind of hoping that that's the national championship, unless you're a Michigan fan or, you know, maybe an Ohio State fan or a Georgia fan, obviously, but but especially Georgia and uh, Michigan because they really think that they're the best team right now. Uh, Florida State got a lot of number one votes this week, I just want to say. Um, you know, people are starting, even though we're only four, I think people are starting to take note that this is going to be the real deal. And I think, whatever, you know, Alabama, unless they prove otherwise, like, they're right there, too. And so that's kind of my preseason pick, uh, the Tide and my Knowles. So I, I don't know. Grambling, again, LSU, rebound game for Brian Kelly. They're favored by 52. Uh, to save his ass, they probably better win by 52. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, McNeese down in Gainesville, they're pretty pumped about their home opener. They had a really bad showing at Utah, but, you know, Gator Nation shows up uh, anytime they're back home and they're favored by 45. Yeah, I mean, probably. McNeese, this is a cupcake win for the Gators, confidence builder. Brad Mertz is pretty good. Make no mistake. He's going to win some games in the SEC. He may not, he may not come close to even, um, well, I can't, I'm struggling to think of somebody to compare him to, but I'm thinking of a quarterback, kind of like a Kyle, what's his, Kyle, Kyle Trask? Yeah, I was kind of thinking, like, this is going to be like a Kyle Trask Florida year. Like, they're going to win some games in the SEC, maybe not that many. And they're already talking about a new head coach, by the way. Billy Napier is only in his second year. Kind of bad. 
But I don't want them to uh, jump the gun on Billy Napier. I don't know. Uh, he's really well respected that part of the country, especially uh, South Alabama, Troy, Napier Field after his father, I believe. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I give up on Billy, Billy Boy, Sweet Billy Boy, quite yet. Um, but I definitely think that's going to be a tough game uh, for McGee's. Uh, but going forward, yeah, I, I definitely think the Gators will win more SEC games than uh, a lot of people will give them credit for, especially after they're showing in Utah. Utah might just be a good team. Utah is a good team. Uh, okay, Arizona, Mississippi State. Nine-point favorites are uh, are the Bulldogs. And uh, the Cowbells are going to be booming. I, I was looking at hotels for this one just because I wanted to – I've never been to Starkville before, and I was like, you know what, I, I kind of want to see this. Uh, people know my parents they actually met at Arizona, so uh, a lot of Chicago people go to go to U of A. And, um, I don't know. I think it could be a good game. Like, I don't – they're favored by nine at home in Starkville, and I don't know how good this Arizona team is. They're one enough. They had a great year last year, decent the year before, but they always seem to get a couple big wins. This might be one of them. I don't know. Could be upset city. I'm not going to say it is, but could be. <laughs> could be. Uh, Furman and USC. Um, South Carolina, sorry. I don't know, man. Uh, this one might be – no, I'm just kidding. I think South Carolina probably win by a couple touchdowns. I don't know if they'll cover the spread. Furman's never that bad. They get, they've gotten over the years some really good recruits that are just kind of there for a year. And then they go to, like, Auburn. Or then they go to, like, Alabama. Uh, or Southern Miss or something. I mean, they, they tend to get guys that are, like, Alabama high school national champions. Maybe just a little undersized. Something like that. Like a Max Werner. If you remember Max from uh, two-a-days on MTV. So, there you go. Uh, but, no, I, I think South Carolina will win this game. But Furman's not a, they're never that bad. That's the thing. They do have good recruits. Like I said, just kind of an under-the-radar, uh, is that Sunbelt? Definitely not, I mean, would you say mid-major? Probably a mid-major conference, whatever fun is in. But, yeah, so they're favored by, Cox are favored by 17. I don't know about that. Probably after losing the first game like they did to the Heels, I, I don't know that the Cox are good for more than 10 against even Furman. So, I don't know. They might to say uh, – Shane Beamer's ass, though, so who knows? Maybe they'll have a good showing win by 20, because uh, they're already talking about moving on to another coach down there, some of them. Some of them love Beamer, because the name, right? The name, Beamer. Like you, His dad, Frank, great coach. What can you say? But I don't know that Shane is the messiah for the Cots. And it's obviously tough in a SEC East with Georgia and Tennessee now. So, uh, you know, that's, that's really tough for anybody, but especially the Cots, because that part of the country loves their football. And when you are in the same state as Clemson and you're in the SEC, you're expected to at least compete like Clemson. Um, they haven't so much done that, and I think that they could um, this year coming off of that loss. Sometimes you need a bad opening week loss. Sometimes you do need a bad opening week loss. That might have been it. And North Carolina might be pretty good. Remember, they got couple trans guys in the transfer portal, one from Florida State, you know who that is. Uh, so, you know, don't count the heels out. Is that, we don't play them. 
We don't play them. It's interesting. All right. Well, anyway, so could be a, a potential ACC championship right there. North Carolina, Georgia State. Don't don't count out the heels. Um, Auburn and Cal. So I was making a joke. I said this is the uh, this must be the uh, ACC SEC kickoff. Because, you know, Cal's joining the ACC. Who would have thought coast to coast, like Sammy Adams going from the Atlantic coast to the Pacific coast? We're going to call it the ACC still. I don't know. Uh, I hope everyone's okay with that. But going coast to coast, Auburn only favored by six on the road, though. I like Cal in this one, man. Don't pit, you know, I, Auburn, I know Auburn people tend not to like me. I only had a couple Auburn friends. One was Jen, one was. Uncle Rick, and uh, Jen transferred elsewhere. She only went to Auburn for, like, literally the national championship year, whatever year that was. And I love her. She's sweetheart. But I only had a couple friends who went to Auburn. What I'm saying is a lot of people that I know that went there are just kind of mean. I don't know what it is. I tend to be – I tend to befriend more Alabama people than Auburn peeps. I don't know what it is. Auburn people kind of remind me of just, like, the crowd that was – you know, maybe a popular crowd in high school, but not like, it's a little different. You know, it's a little different. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, anyway, don't don't hate on me, Auburn people. I, I just think Cal at home, they're pumped. They get to go to the ACC next year. Uh, they're, they're both 1-0. Who knows? Could be an upset. All, all I'm saying, they're only favored by, what, 5-6? Auburn's favorite, but I, I don't know. Cal, Cal plays a tough game at Cal. It's not like an easy place to play. I was looking at it, too. Sanford Stadium actually holds less. When Cal comes into the ACC, they're going to be in the top tier of uh, highest capacity stadiums. They're going to be, like, top five. Crazy to think. You have, like, it's going to be FSU, Clemson, and Cal's, like, right there, not too far down down the way. If Notre Dame comes, you know, they're going to be there too, but McCall's got a nice stadium. They might fill it, especially against Auburn. Auburn fans tend to travel a little bit. Um, yeah, it could be an interesting game. What time is that at? It's a late game. That's actually kind of a pretty sweet nightcap. That is a really nice nightcap. So for me, I'm obviously going to be watching the Knowles, but after that's over, flip it on over to uh, Auburn, California. To Auburn, California. No. It will never be Auburn, California. Only Austin, California, as they say, in Austin, Texas now. But, but yeah, Auburn and Cal. So, all right. Is that enough reviews? People are going to be like, why doesn't he ever do the Big Ten? I don't know why he never did the Big Ten. But, um, Iowa, Iowa State's a really big game. Um, Iowa State by three and a half. Yeah, why not? I know it's at Iowa State. A lot of Cyclone faithful. Um, the attack ties. This is such a big game. It's definitely, I would say, on my bucket list one of these days to go to that game, but I don't, I don't know how good either team is, but, uh, Iowa tends to get the better of this rivalry, and I don't see today going any differently, but I'm sure it'll be close. Is Iowa State going to stay in the Big 12, by the way? The, the new, uh, odd Big 12 with literally just KU and what, TCU? I don't even know. Is TCU still there? Tech? Texas Tech? Baylor, right? It's going to be like a bunch of Texas schools. The Kansans. Uh, Iowa State. 
Well, Colorado's coming back. That's interesting, right? So you got Colorado coming back. Um, but the Nebraska one is interesting, though, because Nebraska did a save in the Big Ten to kind of offset that coming back to the old Big 12. That's in, yeah, if, if Nebraska went back to, to the old, and it was like that. But, see, they're not because Oklahoma's not, right? I mean, that's the biggest thing. Once you have Oklahoma going to the SEC, Nebraska will never come back to the Big 12, I'm telling you. And that's the problem. So, you know, the Big 12 still going to be kind of a scattered craziness, much like every other major conference. But that's sad because the Big 12 was such a cool conference back in the day. The OU, Nebraska game. Texas-Nebraska game, Colorado-Nebraska, uh, that's today. Uh, I, I like Colorado there. Nebraska had a good game. The defense, actually, the black shirts are back. They looked hashtag back, I said, last week. Uh, was it last week? A little over a week. It was a Thursday night game. But, you know, that's a tough – is it at Colorado? Yeah, it's a tough place to play, Folsom Field, right? Even Dave Matthews, he says it's a tough place to play. <laughs> he does his concert thing. But, um, yeah, I don't, uh, Nebraska had, they had every chance to win that game. Minnesota, the quarterback, was awful, but found a way to win toward the end. I think the running back really was what kept him in, in solid defense. Minnesota's defense actually out physical. Nebraska's black shirt defense. Who looked hashtag back? I mean, they, they really did. So, could be a great game for Nebraska, but I, I kind of like Colorado. Am I saying his name right? Sauter? Sa, Sadir? Sadir? I don't know. It's a cool name. Uh, Deion's son, obviously. I like him to have another big game. Maybe not a 400 yard game, but probably something like 253. And, uh, it could be a good game. It'll be a really cool game. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff, so it's about to start. It should be interesting. Um, but what was I saying? Yeah, that's like an old Big 12 classic. It's an old Big 12 classic, but they're saying never again for the Big 12. We're not, we're not doing the old Big 12 again because no A&M, especially no Texas, no OU, and definitely no Nebraska. Stay in the Big 10. All right, 30 minutes of me. That's enough. Football review predictions. Not even reviews, predictions. Football predictions. Don't quote me, but, you know, if it's good advice, it's good advice. And uh, just put it in your pocket and and uh, don't don't gamble if you have an issue with, with, uh, with any sort of addiction. But, um, you know, call 1-800-GAMBLER, when it cuts off. And... You know, just call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Good times.